beautiful people. You are listening to Wildfire and Flowers with your co-hosts, Vanessa DeMello and Paola Diku, where we explore the delicious topics of conscious living, self-love, and divine embodiment. We are two souls bringing you along on our journey of spirituality and empowerment. So grab your tea, take a mindful breath, and let's flow into the frequency. Welcome everybody to episode 20. Oh my gosh, double. No, we've already been double digits, mm-hmm. but like in the 20s, roaring 20s. <laughs> I'm so proud of us. I'm so amazed and just filled with so much gratitude. It's been like 42 weeks and we're still running strong. There's still so many topics to cover, so much to go over. I mean, to be fair, right? We literally just talked about this before we hit the record button. This is all like crash course material and how to be a human being, how to be the youest <laughs> you and show up in the world in like a conscious, embodied, soulful way. Yeah. This is more than just like standard, decent human stuff. This is like soulful human stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for tuning in through all these. 20 plus trailer episodes and if you've just started listening this is your first episode hello welcome holding you oh so tenderly and so excited to have you here so yay, yay. <laughs> and of course i need to give a little shout out for we just wrapped up our very first wildfire and flowers workshop thank you to everybody that attended it was amazing literally so amazing we've received so much support folks who were like oh i'm not able to make it when will the next one be mm-hmm. oh there's a, a next one well excuse <laughs> you okay i guess we're gonna be putting some more out there so stay tuned for information on that yeah, it was such an amazing and beautiful hour spent with such beautiful souls really diving into what our authentic blueprint is and we had such an amazing time putting together that awesome content for everybody so yeah Yeah. stay tuned stay tuned for more information oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and on that note today we're gonna be diving into some awesome positively negatively (laughs) healthily toxic Mm-hmm. conversations that are really going around and I think as everyone in this world is becoming a little bit more and choosing to be more aware as the days go by we're learning about this new term that's coming out and this may not be new for you but you can learn something from it regardless and that is toxic positivity mm. Paula, what does that mean to you hmm. so toxic positivity When I speak to this, I'm also speaking to like a good vibes only type of perspective on life because toxic positivity, it involves dismissing those negative emotions or we're responding to moments of distress, especially when someone is coming to us with either a false reassurance Mm -hmm. or, you know, sort of... um, What's the word I'm looking for here? Gaslighting. You know, Mm. I think toxic positivity could be gaslighting when really what's needed here is empathy. It's listening. It's mindfulness, you know? And I mean, 
I've also fallen into this, um, you know, at time in the past, you know, just because I'm more conscious now, but people have come to me as well. And I haven't necessarily known how to respond correctly in that moment. No shame to you for that, because we're not taught this stuff. You know, this is more of like a sort of trauma focused approach, right? Like trauma conscious, I mean to say, approach to how to respond to distress, to grief, to all these things. Yeah. And then we respond based off of what we know. So sometimes you could be responding based off of, like, as you said, dismissing feelings, not being empathetic, or you're just generally uncomfortable with people showing negative emotions. Maybe that's something you weren't exposed to and you're choosing not to navigate it in a way that's helpful. You haven't been helped in a way. So you're kind of just doing what you know. So even though you maybe you're comforting someone just saying oh it's okay you know kind of shrugging it off like you'll be okay good vibes only this can cause a lot of disconnection between someone and by dismissing their feelings they're not actually processing them this is actually a space where someone is trying to create a bond with you this is not trauma bonding trauma bonding is a whole different definition maybe we can do an episode on that but this is mm-hmm. literally someone who's asking for some space and an authentic human connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can come from a well-intentioned place, you know, but, you know, it's, this is an opportunity for learning, right? Of like, you thought one thing, well, let's learn what is the, you know, we all want connection, right? Mm-hmm. So when uh, this connection ends up turning into alienation, or as you mentioned that word, like, into a disconnection it's Mm -hmm. like all right okay how can we loop back around yeah when you deny and like minimize someone's human experience which may be a negative emotion and positive like whatever right like these deeper shadowy emotions and you dismiss it like what is that that leaves that other person feeling that they need to put on a layer and just kind of move on with it but no, that's not the reality of it. Now, I actually have a question here that I'd mm-hmm. like to pose. If someone is coming to you with some negative emotions that they'd like to process and they just kind of start, you know, spitting it out there, but you're not in the space to hold those emotions and to help them navigate it, I feel like that's where someone could be toxically positive in that case and you know dismiss that person's feelings and not to say that it's a good thing or a bad thing but how would that person navigate it like would they just say i'm sorry i don't have the space for this right now or refer them like a friend coming up to you you know and just kind of dumping some negative stuff they're carrying like how do you navigate that without being toxically positive mm. You see, I do think that, I mean, communication one-on-one in the past when I've also been in a space of distress, you know, and friends would come to me and they were also in distress. I personally have never been the type of person to just completely be like, I just, I don't have time for this right now. I just, I can't, I can't. Mm -hmm. I will acknowledge, you know, and I think that's the first step. It's still acknowledging where this other person is coming from because mm-hmm. you yourself are also familiar, likely, right, with what they're coming to you with and understanding that it is hard 
right? Like this is a hard situation. And I would usually even state that through a text or like verbally if I were with them. Like, like that's really hard. Um, and also, you know, assume, you know, if I'm really, especially if I'm like friends with this person, it's like, I would love to help you navigate through this. Can we, you know, can I check back in with you in a couple hours, you know, the following day, just because I myself cannot hold space right now, mm. you know? So yeah. usually that's kind of how I'll, I'll sort of loop around it. Mm, that's a good, that's a good, no, I don't want to say like a good trick, but a good tip, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've definitely been in the space where I've been the person that needed to be held mm-hmm. and um, it was not well received. So I obviously put that onus on myself and I either went into the extreme of like n- trying never to ask for help again or I would seek it out in like other people. I'm just like constantly going to whoever is available I could find mm-hmm. and just like, do you have this like, uh, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. And whoever would have a little bit of space for me, I would just take it. But then I've also been in the space where someone has tried to come to me and is just in a very woe is me mentality. And part of me was in a space where I didn't understand, you know, everyone is coming from something, but some of that stuff that they were um, feeling, it didn't feel relevant for me. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was a bit showing some toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we were not that close for them to be telling me all that stuff. And it's like, we're not like that. Like, I don't know who you think we are. Um, so I did not know how to navigate that. And I just like, I didn't apologize for their feelings, but I said, I'm I'm sorry that you're feeling this way. And I hope that you can like seek some solace. And they spun out, like spun out on me and said that I was being like toxic positive. Well, they didn't say it to my face. They posted stuff online mm-hmm. about it, like subtweeting type things Mm -hmm. to me I was like okay that's fine but um, we're not really like that close I don't know what your expectations were of this quote-unquote relationship which was an acquaintanceship to me Mm -hmm. it's just like so interesting to navigate when people expect you to be like this I don't know they they put you on a pedestal sometimes you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and You have a very safe energy to you. You have a very safe, nurturing, welcoming energy. I love that about you. I love your cancer rising. Let me me say it like my cancer son loves your cancer rising. (laughs) I love when you say that. It's so cute. No, but for real, I've been told that and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, but sometimes I feel like it's a curse, but I'm learning how to better navigate that now, like where I can Mm -hmm. hold better boundaries so that people Mm -hmm. aren't just like coming up to me and just like telling me things. So these things needed to happen Mm -hmm. in order for me to learn, but Mm -hmm. I still have my heart very much open. It's not turned into ice. Right. Exactly. And you just said it yourself, boundaries, right? Like people will come to you and they want to seek your advice, your wisdom, your solace. They feel safe with you. Um, you know, maybe just healed by being in your energy alone. And that is a gift, okay? That is not a curse. That makes you an excellent coach, V. Thanks. All right. <laughs> um, 
And I've had this happen to me too, you know, like some, not even acquaintances, strangers, Vanessa. Oh, you okay? definitely have. Yeah. Oh, from I life. have strangers <laughs> coming to me and I tell you the story. I'm like, strangers will just open up to me about just, you know, traumatic like intense events, things. intense traumatic events that have happened to them. And I'm like, I give off this aura, right? I'm like, it's the projector. It's the projector mm. guide. Um within me and outside of me yeah but it is a boundary it is you know a loving boundary um and I also do want to be careful of distinguishing sympathy versus empathy because um when someone's going through something hard um the keys are like empathy and like that is hard usually um when we come from a place of sympathy and I mean I've done this with friends in the past like I'm so sorry and like I've still you know done it and it's well intentioned because I'm like I wish that wasn't happening to you you know Mm -hmm. let me hold your grief but um truly we cannot take someone else's emotions onto us yeah and it's just helping them like, like sort of maybe helping guide them through that right and like you're the perfect example of knowing how to do that as a feminine embodiment coach Um, but yeah, like people are coming from this space when it's toxic positivity, it, I feel it comes also from a space of not, um, being uncomfortable with negative emotions, for sure. Like not knowing how to sit with those. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. even mentioned earlier, like it's because maybe they haven't been taught how to process negative emotions, their own negative emotions. They've seen negative emotions and other people growing up and they didn't know how to navigate that. So it's really interesting. Like how can you work towards being better at navigating your own and other people's emotions and ensuring you have the space for that and like working with creating those boundaries. It's all play. It's all mm-hmm. playful boundaries as long as it's done with love, you're coming from a place of compassion and without like overly empathizing I don't know if there's like I'm using the correct terminology but taking someone Mm -hmm. else's as you said super important because you cannot you literally cannot and put that on you yeah yeah you are not art you are not the earth you can't transmute that you are not you are not energy in motion Mm -hmm. these emotions are energy in motion exactly um Truly learning how to navigate our nervous system and to calm our nervous system is just one of the most important lessons, learnings you can have. One of, you know, there's so many, but as a human being um, and as complex as we are, it's if we keep ghosting our emotions, they will come back and haunt us until we deal with them. I love that you use that term ghosting because in this day and age, ghosting is used in like a very different light. Like when you're ghosting people, you don't want to talk to anymore or whatever. But I love it when you refer to it as ghosting your emotions. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. I've never heard of it said like that. (laughs) Amazing. I'm sure. I hope that'll resonate with people. Yeah. Trademark of it in that context. (laughs) Trademark (laughs) trademark wildfire and flowers. (laughs) Those are your emotions. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess with another point or another question that I do have is, I mean, we were kind of talking about this earlier and the difference between creating daily gratitude lists and trying to hold that space of graciousness and positivity in your life versus toxic positivity. Like if you're really not feeling it, 
is that considered like spiritual and emotional bypassing or not? I have my own feelings on this, but I'm curious to know what yours are. Great question. So what I feel is a difference between toxic positivity and straight away going into maybe writing your gratitude list is just understanding and knowing how to sit in that discomfort, right? Because gratitude is such an amazing way to bring us out and to um, just notice all the abundance that's already around us, right? That's awesome. But, um, you know, and if you have that tool and that's something that you're used to doing, absolutely amazing to like uplift your spirits and uplift your mood. But by doing that, you can't just be like, well, happiness is just coming from the joy. Happiness is just coming from the gratitude. Um, it's knowing how to be and accepting all of our emotions, positive and negative. So when you do that, you're not just bypassing into again those good vibes only Mm -hmm. absolutely and to echo on to that it's like gratitude is where you make a conscious effort to hold appreciative sensations and feelings towards the things in your life so you're actively seeking them out rather than going into a constant woe is me mentality but toxic positivity is where you are viewing all your experiences and trying to look for the good in them no matter what the situation is. So it's like a fine line between seeing the good and only seeing the good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting. I don't know. I just thought it would be like a cool thing to talk through. (laughs) And, you know, I think by uh, stepping into gratitude, it's also a great way of practicing mindfulness. And I think that in order to sort of um, understand how to, you know, not fall into toxic positivity, practicing mindfulness is actually one of the ways. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's why they say before you do anything, think twice or whatever. But I think it's like literally just take a breath, take a breath get into your mindful self and then you become grateful and then you be like it all just kind of spirals into this beautiful healthy sort of thing Mm -hmm. um yeah which actually reminds me i'd like to share this i wanted to share this with you paula but i'm going to share this with everyone Mm -hmm. um my friend like my best friend she messaged me and she told me that um my nephew, so like her son, which I call my nephew, mm-hmm. he, uh, I bought him a book on his first birthday and it was like babies, like babies uh, meditation or something or a guide to mindfulness for babies. And apparently he would like look at the pictures before. Yeah. And now um, as they read it together, he actually does like breathing with it. Aww. Like, I know I melted this morning when she told me. <laughs> And I just thought that was so cute. Like we don't give enough credit to children, toddlers, babies as to how wise they are and the sense of like, you know, we're all trying to connect to our inner child. They are the child. Like they know (laughs) these things. They're so brilliant and beautiful and learning how to um, handle their emotions and understand, you know, when they – even when they can be not necessarily toxic positivity but they're like a sponge they can grasp everything and Mm -hmm. she was also telling me um you know if you're happy and you know clap your hands kind of thing right (laughs) they don't say if you're angry and you know it like stomp your feet they say take a breath 
-hmm. If you're angry and you know it, take a breath. Mm. I was literally in tears when I found that out. I think it is beautiful, you know, stomp your feet, let it out of your body, but also just take a breath. What? When you're angry, take a breath. I'm going to write that down. Honestly, I think it's beautiful. If these are the things that we're kind of talking about now as adults, but also passing on to these younger generations, how beautiful are these little people going to be? Like they are already turning into such beautiful humans. So yeah, kudos to the parents out there. (laughs) That's really cute. Yeah. There really is so much that we can learn from kids. Us as adults, you even just said it, right? Us as mm-hmm. adults connecting to our own inner child versus mm-hmm. like, look at the kids. Let's yeah. be more like kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but with the conscious adult, you know, mind. Mindset, obviously. <laughs> Mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to kind of turn this back into our topic today of toxic positivity and how we can just learn to be better people for ourselves and for others around us. Is there any final tips that you have, Paula, um, on how we can avoid being toxic, positive, and ensure we're holding a good space for others and for ourselves? Hmm. I want to first remind everybody of one of the natural laws of the universe, which is the polarity and polarity of life where everything in the universe has an equal or an exact opposite. And reminding ourselves of this, I find it might also be easier to sit and stop running away from those, you know, I'm going to quote unquote negative, we put that label on the emotions, the anger, the sadness, the grief, um, understanding that it, it all comes in twos, right? It's all multifaceted. So I find that for me even is a reminder when I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Like this is life. This is what the human experience is like. Cool. Mm -hmm. And being able to feel sad, the fact that we're able to cry, I think makes those moments of joy and laughter even brighter because we have that polarity between the two. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one of my parting advice for today would be before it even gets into a toxic positive space, take a moment and ask yourself, am I in a mood to just vent and be super angry or am I looking for something constructive? And when you're going to someone to seek out some advice, just kind of ask them first, like, do you have the space for me to you know, share some stuff I'm going through. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of helpful uh, mm-hmm. to communicate that. Um, I think if you are with like maybe a certain closer friends, you don't really have to. Like I have certain friends where I understand if they don't respond right away, like it's cool. Like there is no hard yeah. feelings. I'm not going to cry about it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's just kind of who I am. So know, know thyself. Um, but also maybe saying to them, I have – I'm going through something. Do you have the space? Second of all, I just want to vent or second of all, do you have any piece of advice? Just making Mm -hmm. sure that things are in a good space before you go off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really well said. And, you know, one other tip that um, or reminder that, um, you know, I've I've told myself or whenever it dawns on me again. Right. Um, 
if we avoid um, feeling things that are painful, I think that that also denies us the ability to face challenging feelings that can actually lead to growth and deeper insight. We show up in the world, obviously, based on our own knowing and experiences and understandings. And we also teach from experience. We do learn lessons from the things that we've been through and Things do bring us down a certain path, you know? Your experiences and curiosities will bring you down a certain path. And just continuing to follow, I think, your nudgings. I find this even goes into that deeper topic of your blueprint and Mm -hmm. knowing thyself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you may have been toxic positive in previous situations, Forgive yourself. If you need to go and make your reparations, go and do that. Yeah. Um, but just learn to be better and do better each day because that's, that's all we have, the present moment. Boom. That's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, on that note, just love to thank you all for your time today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Leave the toxicity. I was going to say leave it at home. That's not true. No, just don't. Like just, just let's just be better. Let's just be better and do better each day, (laughs) no matter what we are feeling, and Mm -hmm. hold space for others in a loving way when you can. And for yourself. Oh, always for yourself. (laughs) Treat yourself like the diamond that you are. Bling, bling. (laughs) Have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.